0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to the latest edition of the Selby is Godcast. I am TJ Zuppi. Zach Miles will be along in a minute. You know, it was about a week ago or so that Zach and I recorded the last episode of the Selby is Godcast, where we spent some time talking about clubhouse access and why that's important to us as reporters. And if you flash forward to where we're at today, it seems like that was months ago. Now we're to a point where we don't even know exactly when baseball will resume, and for good reason, that's been kind of at the back of everybody's mind, as the pandemic that we face here in this country and around the world is really at the front of our minds, and maybe that's gotten to a point where we need those real-life distractions that baseball often gives us, and I know sometimes it can take over what we're thinking about on a daily basis, and it becomes very, very important, but times like these, we realize why we love the game of baseball, why we love sports, and how much we miss him. So with that said, this podcast is not going to go away. Zach and I refuse to let it go away during the next month, two months. Who knows how long we could be without baseball. But that doesn't mean we can't have some fun. And we've already been planning some fun stuff this offseason. And this break without sports, without baseball, has allowed us to venture down some of those paths. And we have one really cool thing coming up later this week. If you spent any time listening earlier this offseason, you know we reviewed a game from 1997 in the ALCS, Game 3, Indians and Orioles. And we definitely wanted to do that again. We wanted to do it before the regular season started. This presents an opportunity to travel back in time to a different game, which I will not reveal right now, but it is coming out later this week, so stand by for that. But before we get to there, I thought it would be a good idea to give our listeners, you guys, a little bonus episode for this week where we're going to also travel back in time, this time for in a conversation that Zach and I had a couple of years ago now with Bill Selby. That's right, we got to sit down with Bill Selby. Selby and Holbert Cabrera were in town to take part in some ambassador alumni events for the, the Indians, and they were in town to sign some autographs, and they were good enough to take some time to sit down with us and relive Two of the uh, bigger moments in both of their careers for Selby, of course, the walk-off grand slam against Mariana Rivera, and for Holbert Cabra, his walk-off single in that big, epic comeback game, Indians and Mariners from 2001. It was one of the more fun experiences I think Zach and I have had on this podcast since we launched it a couple of years ago, and with no real baseball to look at, this week this month who knows for how long what better time to go back in time and revisit that conversation so as a special bonus this week we will give to you right now the conversation that zach and i had with bill selby holbert cabrera from progressive field we hope you enjoy it if you already caught it once eh, go back and listen to it again it's just as fun the ride is just as memorable and maybe you find some easter eggs that you didn't know were there the first time so selby is Godcast, tj Zuppi, zach meisel in this one, we were joined by Bill Selby and Holbert Cabrera. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the Selby is Godcast. That is the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and it has been that way since last year, once yeah. we officially changed the name. Of course, listeners to this podcast are very familiar with why we chose the name Selby is Godcast.
1: But we have a very special guest here today, Zach. We do. It's the uh, two special guests, and one of them being kind of the man behind the name here. We have Bill Selby. I'm here. And we have Holbert Cabrera. Hi. Uh, two, <laughs> two members of of a, a stretch of time in Indians history where it seemed like just day after day it was a new fun memory. And then these two guys got to live that for a little bit. Uh, so welcome to... Uh, your first time on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Are you, are you claiming this podcast for real? Hey, I like it. Okay. <laughs> so you want to you give a little background on how we arrived at that? Yeah. Well, so last year, Bill, I interviewed you for a story on the 15-year anniversary of your famous Grand Slam off Mariana Rivera, and do you want to tell us a little bit about <laughs> that the whole Selby fan club and and the sign and I know you had some interactions with them.
2: It's neat and I'll probably see them either today or tomorrow too. Okay, so, uh, it is. It's a cool story. It's uh, that year. It, it actually, you have to flip teams because I, I was drafted with by the Red Sox, and I was playing in AAA at the beginning of the years in April. Uh, that's way back in '96, and uh, <clears throat> I was in. We were in Columbus back when Columbus's old stadium. And it was something like some 10 ten cent hot dog night or something. It was crazy. There was a lot of fans there, but it was just something that just brought a lot of fans in. But anyway, our series was over. So the last game was played. You have to walk down the left field line and uh, <clears throat> walk down the left field line. I was one of the younger guys nowadays. A it's and Holbrook can attest because he's you know he coaches professionally. It's, it's younger kids. Back when I played, there were older kids there. Yeah. I was one of the younger guys <laughs> at the time. But uh, anyway, I was coming down the left field line. And people were asking for autographs. It was late. We had a we had an early flight the next day, but I just I remember stopping and signing autographs for several people, whatever. And well, that night I got called up to the big leagues. Well, we Boston was in town here in Cleveland, so I met our the Red Sox here in Cleveland. So um, my first game happened to be here with the Red Sox. So that night I ended up pinch hitting. Um, and then the next day, I was in the starting lineup, and that sign was there. <laughs> the sign was there, and so I and I, and I ended up signing. It was, It was Ryan Cunningham's sign, and I ended up signing it and talking to him. as two other guys, and uh, and it was the story was, you know, he said, "Look, we don't want anything from you. We just thought it was really cool that you took the time to stop, and here you are. We got to see your first major league game and everything like that." So. So the trips from, from then on out, whether I was here or not, you would see the sign every once in a while, we became friends. It's, it was pretty cool. So I actually uh, got in touch with Ryan to let him know I was coming back in town. I think he's going to be at a season ticket holder event that I'll be at tomorrow. So it would be pretty cool to see him again.
1: So the, it's like an iconic sign. It's like that piece of cardboard that says, Selby is God. I saw it's it. I
2: saw of, I just saw a picture of it today that I Lindor that had it
0: too. I thought that thing's been around yeah, a long like a, time. The
1: cult hero almost, yeah, yeah. Like so he's got right. <laughs> yes
0: so we were thinking about names for the podcast we wanted something that connected with indians fans you know you want something that's a little deeper than the surface level obvious right something that really connects with indians fans that uh, would certainly remember your moment against mariano rivera which we'll get to and i think zach you've you've finally suggested because we we talk about random moments all the time and holbert you're, your your walk-off in the, the Seattle Mariners game is always going to be a fond memory for Indians fans. And we thought, we've got Selby is God. We have podcasts. Why not just combine the two? So it became the Selby is God cast. <laughs> that's and, really unique. And I like uh, it. fans seem to like it, and we've stuck with it. And it's good. kind of organically, that's how we arrived at it. So we are super excited to have you on today. Yeah. Holbert, you as well. Just to kind of relive some of the uh, the Indians' uh your glory days and some of the Indians' glory days of the past too, but uh, you want to start with the moment—the moment that created this—the okay. the the icon
1: that were you? Uh, you were with the Indians. It was 2002, your last year here.
0: Yeah, 2002 was my last year.
3: Okay, uh, halfway through the season, I got traded to LA. Okay. Was it before? Because
1: or?
2: he got traded. I got yeah. called back up. That's what I There is a unique connection with that because I was sent down about five or six days ago because okay. you were hurt and came yeah. off the disabled list.
3: That's what, after I got chained the season.
2: And as soon as he yeah. came back, they traded him, and I got
1: recalled. So, How often does that home run get brought up just in your everyday life now?
2: A lot still. <laughs> well, you know, Kipnis hit one the other night. Right. So <laughs> it's like, hey, I saw someone Cleveland walk out Grand Slam. Well,
1: it's going to get
3: even bigger when he gets into the Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah. So it does. It does. And, you know, again, I've told you this before, but yeah. uh, I'm from a small place in Mississippi, and and uh, you know, the little guy that's done a few things and. So kind of, you know, I've had friends that relived it, and you know, my son will pop it up on YouTube every once in <laughs> a while and show a friend of his or something like
0: that. So yeah, it's it flies around in circles quite frequently. Can you take us through that at bat? What as you're going to the plate? What's <laughs> going in your mind as you're facing? You know, Mariano Rivera you know, still hasn't ascended to I don't know maybe what he eventually became as a surefire Hall of Fame type. Pitcher, but still one of the best pitchers in the game at the time. Oh yeah. Now, what are you thinking as you're walking to the plate? Oh, well, you got to go back a couple of innings.
2: I mean, and this is what's funny about it because this is the stuff only players really talk about. Right. It. It's because I'd been recalled, and I want to say the day before. I want to say the day before because I actually pinch hit off Mariano the night before, and grounded out. <laughs> and the next day I was starting, and it was I'll never forget it because it was Mike you've seen it was pitching. There were shadows. <laughs> good night. It was, it was exactly, it was like, why am I, what, what's happening? So I, I got off to a bad start in the game. But I can remember in the eighth inning, um, Mike Stanton was pitching, came out of the bullpen, was left-handed pitcher, And I ended up getting a hit. And and as guys that played off the bench a lot, you know, if you could salvage that one for three or one for four, you oh, know, you feel good until awesome. the next time you play, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'm good until the next time. You know, if you, or if you pull an 0 for four, then you're like, oh, you're stressed until that next chance you get. So anyway, I can remember in the eighth inning I got a hit. And I thought, if nothing else, I just salvaged the day. Well, as the inning started happening, the bottom of the night started happening, it, it you could just see the momentum happening. I remember looking over at uh Lee Stevens, you remember mm-hmm. Lee Stevens mm-hmm. was here at the time and and he says, we're going to hit again, buddy. <laughs> and I can remember, man, I don't want to hit off this guy. And I, said, I just I just got my one hit. I was like, man, I'm good. And so uh, it was funny because, uh, sure enough, it just started coming around, coming around. I remember going down underneath and hitting off the tee some and having to calm down just say a prayer. So, look, <laughs> good Lord, if this is what you want me to do, then I need a little help right here. So, But, you know, you walk up to the plate, and it's just any other situation in baseball. I mean, it was grand at the time. But. Uh, you're you're up there to do your job you know and i can remember going 20 and I was taken all the away because you can <laughs> go back and listen to uh, Tom Hamilton talking he's like, well that might have been his best pitch to hit and I'm like you yeah, walks a tie you know walks pretty good <laughs> you're here up here but either. you know but anyway but but <laughs> after a couple of pitches you get locked in and you kind of understand what he's doing you know that's the thing that's the beauty about Especially some how talented some of these players that play throughout this league through the course of history, how talented they are, and how they're they're out there with their craft. You know what they're doing; it's no secret, and yet they can still be so successful in doing what he's doing. There's no question what Mariano does to left-handers; he throws <laughs> cutters in, and then he breaks bats and right-handers. He front doors a cutter, and I mean it's, it's no secret. So, uh, but you know, I remember hitting the ball foul. I hit a foul ball that could have won it too, and. And I remember, you know, a lot of times in those situations, I've and now that I've coached it and in Holyoke too, you kind of feel the emotion that every player goes through that comes up when it was when you're a player, it's it's unique to yourself. But yep. when you're a coach or a yep. manager, you're feeling all of them because you've, you've and you know, and I can so many times it's happened to watch guys just that oh I just missed, and their emotions is just a big adrenaline dump, and yeah. they're like oh. I wouldn't let it have. I was like, no, nah, you just got to walk it off, go slow, get back there, and everything's going to be fine, get you another pitch. And that's what happened. Then it, then it was, you know, you forget the next two hours of, of having fun and everything like that. So, but,
3: yeah, it was a good moment. Hover, did you face Mariano much? One time um, I think the ball travels about two feet. <laughs> it was embarrassing. It was a pinch hit uh, in, uh, in New York. Uh, it was. I think that's the year that he was trying to work with a, come out with a sinker, and that one really sink. His ball was so heavy.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's the one thing I, th- I think is really cool about, and maybe it's just a bias, just a baseball thing, but it seems like more than any other sport, you can have anyone on any given day, kind of play that role of hero. So you know, Bill, whether it was your home run against Mariano or or Hobert, your your walk off against the Mariners in that on that day. It seems like more more than any other sport, you know. Whether it's the last guy yeah. on the bench or the guy that's the superstar, right. somebody yeah. can have their their time kind of in the in the spotlight. Well, that is the beauty of it. I think that's you know with you know Homer played a lot longer than I did, but but
2: very similar in the in in some years where he had to you know play left field or he had to play shortstop or second base, and and as and I can attest for his career in the times I was with him of how hard he worked at his craft and how much time and effort he put into it. And, and we've talked about the changes of the professional game now. But I think that's why you play the game, because you know that it, at any point in a game or in a series or in a, a, a championship series, you know, just like Raji Davis with his home run. I mean, yeah. it's, it was such a moment in time. And then all it takes is – somebody else doing it the next time, the next you know, and, and it's just, yeah. and so it is, it is, it is very rewarding. And I think that's why it's an easy sport to like, because uh, it's like you said, you, you, do, you don't have to be Jim Tomey to have <laughs> moments. You don't have to be, you know, Francisco Lindor to have moments. Everybody can have them and you just got to be ready for, for when those opportunities come.
1: So when it's a 12, nothing game <laughs> awesome. and you're, you're substituting in for somebody oh, for a hall of famer, I'm <laughs> <But, laughs> somebody a whole thing but, but like Robbie Alomar but what, what's yeah. in just any blowout game like that what's going through your mind when you enter late just to give someone well, off know, their feet Um
3: like like Bill say uh, you just gotta stay ready because um, you never know what, what what every other day is gonna bring to the table for you as a utility player uh, but you know fifth inning fourth inning actually I entered the game in the fourth I say, well, I get three at-bats. I get one hit for <laughs> <Go> home happy. <laughs> <laughs> Those are
2: important three important at-bats three. for guys that don't get to play all the time. Yeah,
3: so uh, my first at-bat, I actually – I remember I have a RBI double. Uh, after Cordero hit a, a double, I got an RBI double. Um, then things just start building up inning by inning. We start chipping away. Um, all of a sudden – here comes this moment where we in the night and they have uh, Sasaki yeah. uh, closing the game already, and we never thought we were gonna s- see him. But <laughs> we already went through Nelson, right. and we got him. So um, Omar is Omar is hitting. Omar was hitting uh, second that day. Um, they um, Lofton hit that base hit, and Omar hit that that triple. Yeah. To tie the game, right? so I got a chance in the night <laughs> to win the game. I ground out sharply, like one half to third base. Right. Um, I'm, who's now my boss? um uh, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, David Bell. Yeah, He oh, yeah. grabbed that ball and, and and throw to first base. Um, but then in the eleven, uh, same situation. They walk. Uh, they walk. Uh, Omar. Uh, Load the base, the base. Oh no! First and second base, walk Omar. First and second, and the guy at the uh, pitching was uh, a Awa mm-hmm. who I I came up with him. So yeah. I know all his pitches. I know yeah. what he's gonna do.
2: Yeah. So that's an Expos guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expos
3: guy. So uh, he was my my roommate actually in Double A. Mm-hmm. Huh. So I know he's gonna come come with us. Hard thinking that he has I'm, like got to cheat. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm luckily, you know. I've, this day, I hit that ball hard. I hit the ball good. My son just said that two days ago. We
2: watched it. Yeah. because he was asking me about you, and I said we'll, we'll pull up that game. And he watched. It. He said
3: that bat broke, but he hit that ball hard. Yeah. I like, yeah. hit that ball hard. I hit that ball good, but but you know what? Because that ball, that ball, that the bat broke, allows Kenny to score.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, because you know he get thrown out. Yeah. yeah, it would have been just a little bit harder. Just yeah. a little bit harder. Right. Yeah. Right. So it you,
3: you, you was one of those moments where guys go. Uh, a little bit softer, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, uh, you know, just bless. Uh, I'm, I'm, me, I'm, I'm Billy. We, we, we play together. We come out together. and, and We're kind of similar players, uh, but some kind of different because my my game was speed. His game, he has some power. You mm-hmm. know, he was a good hitter. Uh, um, but in a way, we relate. You I know, absolutely. our careers a lot. Uh, and we have fun playing together. Um, both worked very, very hard and very, we're very fortunate to, uh, to play this game for mm-hmm. a long time.
0: When you see C pick up Kenny, do you think he's going to body slam him at that point? Oh, God. <laughs> actually, he's got yeah. him up, upside down, down over actually his Actually,
3: was uh, my coworker last year. He, he worked for, uh, for the Giants for a little bit uh, uh, last year. And we talk about that all the time. <laughs> uh, but it, it was a great moment you know, to add, uh, to, add up to that moment. Couple years later, I remember I'm playing for uh, somebody else and I got a game-winning hit against (laughs) against uh, Pinella. So third time comes around. I'm in Cincinnati. He have uh, Woods in the (laughs) pitching. He walks the guy uh, Encarnacion in front of me. He walking to pitch to me and I got another. Game winning, so I got my, my career. I have five, I have three up against them, against things managed by Pinella. And after <laughs> the game, he goes, Somehow, <laughs> I live for the moment. You no, know, he goes, Somehow, that name sounds familiar. Like, have been there before. And somebody out of, uh, you know, somebody bring it up. Right. Like, uh, well, he got three walk off against things managed <laughs> for you. And That's
1: hey, awesome. just the way things happen in baseball. How much fun. You guys had so many personalities in those clubhouses, um, and I know, you know, if if any team wins, they're going to blast the music and ha- have a good time. But just from a day to uh, day to day, how much fun was it being around some of those guys who seemed larger than life almost?
2: It, you know, that's part of the what I miss from playing. It's just, you know, I, I somebody called me. Uh, a gentleman in Buffalo that's writing a book on Jeff Manto, okay. and
0: uh, we just mentioned him on this podcast. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and you
2: know, in some <laughs> comments and wanted me to talk about him. And you know, Jeff was a lot like Tony was. You know, after a game, those guys would go from locker to locker and just talk about baseball. And they weren't in a hurry to get out. Hurry up and get out! I, mean, I think culture's a little different nowadays and see how quick we can get out. But definitely, uh, they just sit around and talk baseball. But yet. They'd keep it light, especially Manto. Mickey was something else. But I think that's what's the u- uniqueness about the fraternity of baseball is that you do come across so many personalities that 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 make the 162 games and what 180 days fun. You know, because sometimes it does it You know, sometimes it is stressful. Sometimes it's difficult, and all the things that go on. But you just run across so many people that are that are have their own
3: stories. You know, that's what's cool about it. You're well. Um, yeah. To add up to that, uh, now that I'm in the in the other side, mm. you know, because we were so fortunate to be around so many different personalities, and, and that I saw what what working a clubhouse, what don't working a clubhouse, you know, I'm able to use that to my advantage as a as a manager in minor league. So in my my clubhouse, that music is still always playing. Yeah. That's matter you win or lose, because. Any given day, that's gonna happen. It is. You're gonna lose, you're gonna win, mm-hmm. but you gotta keep the same attitude all the time.
0: When you hit that ball off of air, it's in the air forever. You know, when you when you when you have a moment like that, do, does it feel like it's in slow motion? Does it feel like it's going fast? How does when you're in a situation like that you come through? I what mean, does that feel like in the moment?
2: Again, I, I'm I'm still recalling because, like I said, my son and I watched uh, his video. <laughs> at least three or four times, uh, This not, literally two or three days ago. We watched it, and uh, and then you kind of relive some of the moments. I, I think running around the bases, you're not really – I wouldn't really – it was just like, this just happened. It just really happened, you know, and you kind of get – I really didn't know anything other than, wow, that just happened. That was awesome, and I got on plate, and then I got smoked in the head by Jimmy and you know, Tommy <laughs> <laughs> drilled me in the ground. But, uh, yeah, I think you stay on that – that air of invincibility for a while. I mean, whether it just like Kipnis the other night, you know, even though he is a, a superstar who's had many of those mm-hmm. moments, it's still surreal when it happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That you're like, wow, that just happened, and this is, you know, it, it, it's it's the elation that you go through with is is what makes. Uh, I, I use the Browns. I mean, I mean, it's like winning the Super Bowl. You know, after the Browns <laughs> won their game, what is it, 500 and how many days? Almost 600. Days, almost yeah. 600 days before they won their lives. And it's, those are the kind of things that you live for in sports. That's what makes it such a, a valuable commodity for, you know, happiness and enjoyment. So,
0: Is it fun when you guys can build connections where, you know, 15, 16 years later, after you're done playing, you can come back to these, you know, come back here and fans still remember these moments and still relive them like it just happened yesterday. You know, what does that feel like as a player just no to doubt. have No doubt,
3: no doubt. And you know what, it's funny uh, now that you say that because uh, soon they do not going to remember because a lot of the people that saw us <laughs> doing it, uh, they're not going to be around. Yeah. Um, and this younger generation are just a little different. They don't They don't know like the history of the game. They just live for the moment. Right. Uh, home runs, I'm... Um, um, the, the game is so different now, uh, but it's definitely special when you get to live those moments over and, with teammates. Mm-hmm. You know, with with friends. Uh, um, but Cleveland Indians fans and I, 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 speak for myself for what I live, for what I live in the uh, this past uh, January during the fantasy camp. Mm-hmm. They don't forget. No, they don't. <laughs> oh my they god! Really and they want to know, like exactly, like how we what we're doing right now, without the, without the phone in front of me. But they ask you everything. You know, they want to know, like how you do that, how you do this, how was this guy? And they want to do know everything, but they
1: remember every single moment, and that's yeah. what's special. And like when that moment's happening, you don't think, oh, people are gonna remember this no. for the rest no, of my not life. Not a bit.
2: You just, it, I, I you, We kind of raise our hand, like, man, that just happened. I, I got a chance to for Something good to happen to me, but you don't realize the impact that it may happen that you it may have years later. You know, I still have people that will send me a text and I've never heard of it. I still get baseball cards about it, you know, in the mail that said, Hey, I remember when you hit that walk off. It's like, so I mean, I, you know, and I, we have a career other than the, you know, sure. a walk off hit and, and things like that, but the connection that you make with with former teammates. I haven't seen Holbert, spoken with Holbert in years, but instantly when you see him or you see each other, it just brings back a whole bunch of things that you've experienced together and and people you've met and you've played with and you've come across. That's, that's what's
1: really cool about it. Did that happen for when your brother played here that one year? Uh Did that happen where like, just those memories came flooding back because he was going to Cleveland. Of course, but I, I
3: keep telling him like, "Hey, why you keep following me all over? Because
1: I, <laughs> I play here. They end up playing
3: here. or playing Cincinnati when I'm playing Cincinnati. Like, why are you trying to get my? I didn't when I'm playing Boston, <laughs> you know, that I, you keep that for yourself. Well, just leave at least some just stay stuff. there. Yeah. Yeah. There. But no, no, definitely. Uh, and he have different experiences. Orlando mm. was a superstar even though he never played in, in, in any all-star game, and that's unbelievable, he really but, but he have a great career. Played for a long time, was really a really smart player, uh, but he has his own, you know, some moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, we talk about st- stuff like places that, that we like to be or that we like to go in every every stadium or every city that, that we visit as, as players, but, other than that, you know, he won the World Series, so he got that going for him. So, you know.
0: Well, we thank you guys for taking a few minutes today. We really appreciate indulging a couple idiot writers that still talk about this all the time on this podcast. <laughs> uh, what do you, just real quick, what are you guys up to now? Bill, what are you? I've been coaching.
2: I retired in the, after the 2005 season, and I've been coaching at the junior college I went to since then. I missed two games. I'm trying to get an update on the second <laughs> one. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing that for, this is my 14th season. So, still in the game.
3: We, we were talking about that, and, that, and that's funny. When uh, I text Bill and he's, he's like, no, I've been coaching for 14. I'm like, Jesus. Um, and then, because we were talking about coaching. And, uh, this is my sixth year coaching. Um, my fourth year, is, it's going to be my fourth year next year for the, with the Giants. I managed a single A team in Augusta in the Sally Lee this year. Um, I just got promoted to AAA I I'm going to Sacramento so we were talking about you know the stuff that I'm going to be doing now and how important it is and how exciting I am to do yep. it um, but the, the game is one it doesn't matter how much changes they want to implement it into it they will come and go and the game is going to be combat. It's always going to come back to right. to, to, to the uh, to the roof uh, which is you know, fundamental baseball, hit behind the runners, bunt. That, that, those cycles always come and go, and I can't wait for the next one to come because <laughs> it's long <lunch laughs> angles and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not sitting down with StatCast and looking at well, like, exit I, I, velocity. I got, to, I got
3: to. You know, I, gets, <laughs> I, got these, I get these messages from a person that is behind a computer. Hey, I think you, uh, the best line would be this because I'm like, um... Yeah, your computer says that, but right now I got this guy that can hit lefties. (laughs) This guy don't like to hit third.
1: So, you know, I'm
3: the one who has to put with the human factor. Right. You Mm -hmm. know, you, yeah, with the computer, it's easy. Because, oh, this one baseball tennis and this and OPS, all of that. Like, yeah, it don't work like that in the minor leagues. In big leagues, (laughs) you got a bigger, bigger size sample. Minor leagues, you you can do it.
0: Well, thank you again, guys. We could sit here and do this forever. And you guys probably would love to do it forever, uh, but we'll let you get to your weekend duties. But thanks again for stopping by the podcast. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It was a pleasure.
1: The Selby is Godcast featuring Zach Meisel and TJ Zuppi is presented by our supporters at Anchor. To help support the podcast, visit anchor.fm slash Godcast. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you like what you hear, we sure hope you do, be sure to leave us a five-star review. And if you have suggestions, drop us a DM on Twitter at Godcast. Thanks for listening. I'm <laughs> not